welcome back to another episode of Pace the Nation. Here we are for episode number 83, lucky number 83. And today we have a gigantic show for you. Enormous, very big. And to my right is nobody. But to my left, to help me get through another show, William E. Dax. Oh, it's another therapy session. <laughs> it's another therapy session. So Here- I've, I've moved up. Mm-hmm. because now I'm second in the introductions. Yes. And I've moved up because now I'm the therapist. Yeah, this is wow. a this is a big um, promotion for you, I guess. And you too. Yeah, it's a lot of pressure to be in this seat, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, for the first half of the show, all I really did, though, was eat trail mix and do nothing. <laughs> yeah, the perks are nice. <laughs> yeah, the perks in that are seat. nice. Yeah. Um, but it's an ex- another exciting show here in the nucleus of the universe. Uh, Joanna, mm-hmm. I see that you busted out a thesaurus. <laughs> I think I think I appreciate that as as a fan of the English language. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that we're using more than a hundred words to make the show happen. Well, I just think it makes it more exciting for our listeners. I know they look <laughs> forward to that. <laughs> okay, now I think you're taking it too seriously. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I do. Um, I do have some life news. Yeah. Yeah, I'm back on oranges. Back on oranges. Back on oranges, yeah. And, and this is a, an attempt to not get sick. Not get sick. Everyone uh-huh. around me is getting sick. Uh-huh. So I'm back on the oranges. That's huge news. Mm-hmm. Very big. Yeah. Enormous, one might say. <laughs> so, Joanna, quick question for you. Yeah. Should we flip a coin to see who uh, has to set the table? Oh, boy, yes. All right. Call it in the air. Heads. It's tails. Oh, man. <laughs> um, okay, well, folks, on today's show, we're going to talk to Justin Deluzio, who is a senior at Glenhead Mercy University, and he's famous for getting hit by a deer during a cross-country race, so that should be a good interview. Um, we'll also talk about Farley. Where's Farley? Yeah, where is Farley? We'll also talk about transportation. I have a good transportation update. That's my favorite part of the show. I know some <laughs> people think that uh, it's something about dogs. Um, oh, well, we could talk about dogs, too. We should. Yeah. It is a show. Yeah. Um, so we'll put dogs on the agenda, too. I'm going to I'm gonna scribble that down just like Farley does. Uh, <laughs> I like how you made it. Uh, you can't read it just like Farley does as well. Yeah, I want to stay authentic to, the, uh-huh. to this seat. Wow. Um, oh, and finally, we're going to talk about Thanksgiving. This is the first post-Thanksgiving show that we're doing. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. It seems so long ago, but it was really just last week. Wow. So, Joanna, mm-hmm. if you do this long enough, do you think you'll pick up some of Farley's other characteristics? Like what? Um, what time do you have to be at work? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> I do need to be at work very yeah, soon. So oh, so this will be a short show. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then, yes, it is It is working. I'm very scared for you. <laughs> okay, so first, let's talk Thanksgiving, turkey trots, everything that happened last week. Should we try to make it running related? It is a running podcast. Yeah. A running podcast. <laughs> um, did you do a turkey trot? You did, right? I did. Yeah, I ran the some turkey trot with my dad. Who won? Um, not me. Between you and your dad? Oh, I won between my dad and I, yeah. Yeah. And how how was that? That one's in D.C., right? Yeah, it's right downtown. And right at the starting line, I ran into Julie and John Farley. Wow. Yeah, so it was great. Julie Julie being Chris's wife. Julie being Chris's wife. And yeah. and loyal listener, although I understand she doesn't listen to the tweets. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, so we took a picture at the starting line, and Julie's telling you about this list that she found on the internet of 10 things that you see at a turkey trot. Uh And some of them are, you know, you see like the turkey hats, and Mm -hmm. um, I forget what some of the others were, actually. But one of them was your high school rival, because I think most people do turkey trots in their hometown. Mm -hmm. So Julie was like, do you want to be my rival? And I was like, not particularly. (laughs) (laughs) So, um and anyway that you don't want to take anything away from your real natural rival charlie ban that's true yeah and charlie ran the alexandria turkey trot so we weren't even at the same race like a typical rival he didn't even show up yeah he was afraid of the competition uh-huh. and and so you saw chris's uh younger brother mm-hmm. and and julie did you see any of the other nine things on the list well i don't remember what anything else on the list was to be honest how many turkeys did you see running a lot yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of people that dress up for that race. I did not see any crabby old men that passed me in the last mile, though. That's good. So I consider this a win. And they didn't call their own number. Exactly. Did any of the turkeys have any bits? No. Not that you know of. Not yeah. that I know of. Yeah. Um. How was your? Did you do a turkey trot? No, I don't do turkey trots. Oh right, it was your it was day, my off. day off. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Although I think maybe maybe uh, now that I know that people do turkey trots, maybe I guess I'll do one next year. You didn't know that people did turkey trots. Well, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, how did you get to the age of 23 without knowing that? Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, how did the green bean casserole go over? Good. I made I made a lot. What I don't like about the recipe for the green bean casserole is they, they need to be like this many cans and this many cans. Don't give me measurements that aren't on the cans. You know what I mean? So like it's it it'll say like four cups of green beans mm. and then the can is is in something that's not cups. Do you Just, think that some people maybe use fresh green beans? Probably everybody, but <laughs> um the other thing is they really pack those green beans in the cans. I mm-hmm. didn't know that. I've yeah. obviously never opened a can of green beans before, but I like I was like, "Oh my gosh, this this is not going to be enough." So I bought way more than I needed cuz I was like there's no way, no chance. And then I opened the can. It's it's like like the green beans are packed in there like one of those snakes, you know, yeah. like like one of those fake snakes that shoots out. Like I open the can and, and dump that out and all of a sudden there's like enough to feed an army. Well, it's good that when the apocalypse comes, you'll have green beans in your... Yeah. Whatever you call that. Joanna, don't tell everybody. <laughs> um, I think that's called Prince Albert in a can. When the snake pops out. Is it? I think it is. I don't, I don't know think why. So. I think it it is. I don't know why though. I think you're wrong. I think Prince Albert in a can is an actual thing in the can. Oh, is it? Yes. I thought it was when like the snake popped out. Because because I think because I know this because I think when my dad was a kid, he said that they used to prank call stores and they'd call and they say, "Do you have Prince Albert in a can?" Well, then let him out. Yes, exactly. And that doesn't work if it's snakes. Fine. Well, somebody will correct us. Yeah. Our listeners, if they're good at something, it's correcting us. <laughs> That's true. But I, I did go to a race on Sunday. What was on Sunday? My sister and her husband ran a trail race, a five-miler at Fountainhead Park. Mm-hmm. And I saw loyal listener Brian Knight there. Oh, was he photographing or was he, he was. Running, Yeah, he was, he was uh, taking pictures of the kids. And my my nephew, who turns um, three years old this week, he ran in the kids race and he wanted to keep going. So he ran like they did one race and all the kids came over there and he did it for like another 20 minutes where he just ran the kids loop over and over and over again. So I think Brian Knight got some good shots of, of just my nephew. Um, Is the kids loop 
longer or shorter than the bus loop? Way shorter. Way shorter. Way shorter. <laughs> yes. It was it was almost uh comical how short the the kids race was. Yeah. And they, they basically they just they just went over to an area in the grass and they had they had somebody stand like 25 meters away and they're like just run around Joe. <laughs> and that was the loop. <laughs> it was wow. And and then they all raced to a treasure chest. Yeah. And my nephew got a motorcycle. Not a real motorcycle, oh. but a toy motorcycle. Yeah, I was about to say, can't even drive that. <laughs> yeah, so now I have a motorcycle. <laughs> wow. Okay, so that was good. Yeah, but enough about that, Joanna. How was your Thanksgiving? Oh, it was good. Um, my family and I had a great time. I ended up playing Cards Against Humanity with them. Have you ever played that before? I've played it many times, oh, not yeah. with anybody I'm related to. Yeah. So I think if... Oh, Cards Against Humanity. Yeah. Okay, I got you now. Yeah. I was thinking something else. Yeah, so my parents, my brother, my sister-in-law, and mm-hmm. I all played. Um, after they'd gone on a brewery tour, I was at work, so I met mm-hmm. up with them when we played. And I think if you if you really want to understand your parents' sense of humor, you should play Cards Against Humanity with them. Yeah. So do you regret <laughs> not doing this earlier? Um, no, I think now is the right time in our lives. <laughs> Cause you know, like we're, we're all adults now. Right. Sort uh, of. Yeah. Well, most of us are. So I just think it's like a good, it was a good time for everybody to, to play. Like I, my parents never would have played that when we were younger. Yeah. And that's good. Cause they needed to be like, you know, the parent. Right. They needed to be hypocrites. Yeah. And now the roles have kind of uh, shifted though, because like when we're trying to go someplace, my mom is always like texting on her phone and like not paying attention. And I'm the Mm. one that's trying to get us like on the bus or in the car or whatever. So Mm -hmm. I feel like now I'm the parent and she's like the sullen teenager always on her phone. Right. Well, I think it Benjamin buttons because as, as uh, our parents get older, they're going to need even more and more care. (laughs) (laughs) So, So you should be lucky that your mom's going through her teenage phase. Yeah, that's true. Um, she's really into Instagram, if anyone wants to follow her. Yes, and what, what's her handle on Instagram? So her, her handle is S-R-O-O-S 16. So S-R-O-O-S 16. Right, and make sure that you go to her pictures and give them likes. Yeah, she likes the likes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So any any more Teddy Roosevelt trivia? Oh, I, I would like to, I do have an update on that. Oh, okay. I, I thought that we gave Farley a bit of a hard time. So mm-hmm. I wanted to know what my niece's what facts they knew about bully is that uh is that because you're watching that queen elizabeth show no that's what teddy roosevelt used to say oh he did yeah well there's a fact i didn't know (laughs) um so i asked my nieces uh if they could give me five facts about teddy roosevelt and they said he was the president he's in the president race oh boy (laughs) so (laughs) i just thought that was great because that's that's what farley said you know um they said he the teddy bear is named after him very good uh he's on mount rushmore very good and he had a wife (laughs) (laughs) those were the five facts they came up with did they know what his wife's name was no they just they were just struggling to get to five okay so they knew he had a wife that's good yeah i i thought it was amazing that that uh that they also came up with he's a president race i think that's very geographically based um but they don't live here oh well where did they don't live too far though don't nah. they yeah but joanna where is farley oh that's a great question do yeah. you think uh it took li- us 25 minutes to get to well i wanted people to keep listening <laughs> i had to hook them yeah now that now that we suckered them in let's talk about farley uh so farley's at another event that we weren't invited to oh typical yeah, yeah he's in uh he's in florida in orlando 
What? Yeah. That's the happiest place on earth. Yeah, I think he's at Disney World. Is he really? Well, they they definitely are at Epcot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the running event. Mm-hmm. So the running event is a big conference every year where everybody in the running industry, so vendors, stores, everybody gets together and they talk about the future of the industry and new products are released and everyone has a really good time. Although I've heard from multiple sources that this year is totally lame because I'm not there. I, I believe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also think that this, this is something that you would love, like to go there and just talk shoes, shoes, shoes. It's great. And a lot of times they have shoes that are not going to be released for another year or so. So you get them in advance, which is also so cool. Yeah. And Emma Coburn was there this year. No. Yeah. But you don't want to meet her at the running event. No, I don't. Wait, how do you want to meet her? You want to meet her on a trail or something? Oh, that'd be so cool. Yeah. Um, But I, when I was obsessed with Kara Goucher, I would see her places like running and I would also not know what to say to her. So I think mm. like one time I saluted her. Yeah. So I'm, I don't think that I could just, I, I can't meet people who are my idols. All I right. just don't know how to act. I totally freeze up. How do you come to this show every week? <laughs> <laughs> oh that's great (laughs) yeah well so yep we miss farley he's um i think he's on a plane right now he's on an airplane yeah Mm. i'm sure he'll get back to us maybe hopefully if not this uh this is what you guys have to look forward to (laughs) if i had big words and awkward pauses I think though, if I had more time to learn how to host, I could I could develop the skill set. Yeah. Yeah. I just you know I don't um I don't feel the need to I like silence. I'm a librarian. I like silences. Yeah. That would be an interesting podcast. <laughs> the, the Joanna Silence Show. It would be very good to listen to before bed. It is. It is interesting though because we all have our roles and we've gotten very comfortable in our roles, mm-hmm. and and now we're a little bit out of our comfort level. But that's not a bad thing to to get outside your comfort level. Yeah, it helps you grow as a person and it's, as a runner. Yeah, like if you're always doing five k's, like maybe try a ten k. Yeah. Try a mile race, see what happens. Exactly. Because if you just keep doing the same thing over and over again, you're in a rut. Mm-hmm. And if you just run clean cross-country races, maybe one time think about getting hit by a deer or something. <laughs> so our next guest had that very thing happen to him. No way. What a coincidence. Yeah. What a big coincidence. Yeah. Uh, so his name is Justin Deluzio. He's a senior at Glen Ed Mercy University. And in his last cross-country race, he got hit by a deer. Yes. And I'm sure that everybody's seen this video. It's viral. And so now we'll meet the man behind the video. And so coming up next, Justin Deluzio. All right, and welcome back to Pace Nation. We have a senior from Gwynedd Mercy University, Justin Deluzio, with us. And he has a great story that you probably already know, but we're going to dive into this. Uh, Justin, thanks for joining us. Hey, thank you so much, Justin, and I really appreciate the opportunity to share my story and uh, have an opportunity to promote my school and our program as well. Thank you so much. Awesome. So let's get into this. I'm confident everybody has seen the video from your last cross-country race where you basically got plowed over by a deer while you were running. What was going on in the race, and, and what do you remember? <laughs> so um, I remember it was about a mile, a little over a mile in. Um, you know, I, this was a regional race, so uh, potentially 
as a senior Nyla athlete, uh, as a cross country athlete, uh, here at Hornet. And, um, you know, I knew I had an opportunity to run my best time. Uh, so I was looking to, you know, strategize, go out a little bit slower, uh, and then try and, uh, catch up towards the end. Um, and as before I knew it, I heard, as you can kind of hear in the video, somebody say, watch out for that deer. And uh, before I can turn my head fully left, um, I, the next thing I knew, I was on the ground, and, uh, basically contemplating what had just happened to me. It was, uh, something that I, I could not have foreseen, to be honest with you, but, um, you know, I, I was very fortunate as well, so. Uh, it's been a good journey, but um, I, I still, I still do not understand uh, the chances of happening today. But uh, I, I was certainly very fortunate, uh, and it's been everyone's been very supportive, and it's been it's been great for both uh, myself, uh, my school, and our program as well. So, did you sustain any injuries from this collision? Uh, to be honest with you, I, like I said, I was very fortunate. I, I, the only real injury I had is just a little bit of hip soreness. And I'm currently not, I wouldn't say that I'm 100% healthy, but I did, I, you know, I went to the doctors, got my hip checked out, uh, and, you know, luckily everything's okay. I just, uh, I just need a little bit of time, uh, to heal in regards to the trauma, but I, I have been, yeah, I, I've been able to run, um, but I've just been taking it a little easy, but. It's been, uh, like I said, I was very fortunate. Do you have any other life experiences that might be comparable? Like, did you ever play football as a kid, or have you ever been in a car crash? I, uh, to be honest with you, I never have. Uh, I've never been in a car crash. I've, I, I played football when I was very young, so nothing of the significance that I had uh, a couple weeks ago when it had hit me. Um, I had been the closest thing I've, you know, I've been injured before. I've torn my ACL playing basketball, but um, it's still not quite the very same injury. So uh, hopefully this will stay a long time. <laughs> so you're you're plowed over by a deer. Do you do you even know how big the deer was? I mean, you said that next thing you knew you were on the ground. Actually, you know, I did get a good glimpse of him. Before I had actually been on the ground, I was able to turn my head a little bit to the left and uh, get a good glimpse. So uh, I knew there was a smaller deer, to be honest with you, which actually worked out in my favor because I knew that a larger one may have done a lot more damage or perhaps um, trampled me. Um, but, it, uh, yeah, I knew it wasn't too big, um, but I did definitely underestimate the speed and the, and the power that those animals had, yeah, certainly. Are you a hunter? <laughs> I am actually not a hunter. I've never really been into hunting. Um, I, I received some jokes that, uh, you know, now I might be considered being one, but, uh, I actually, I've never experienced any, any hunting at all. So no, no revenge on your mind. <laughs> no, sir. It's just, uh, if anything, I'm somewhat grateful for that what happened just because of the opportunities that's provided for our school and our program and, uh, how, also how supportive, uh, everyone's been. So, uh. <laughs> I don't have any resentment towards the deer or anything like that. <laughs> That's good to hear. Uh, Justin, so you're on the ground, you're stunned, you just got hit by a deer. I think the most amazing thing about this story is that you actually got up and finished the race. How how did you do that? Well, I have to, to be honest with you, I have to credit it all to my teammates. Um, 
because when I was on the ground, um, I, I sat there for a little bit, maybe 20 to 30 seconds, and um, my teammate, uh, fellow senior Matt French, had actually gotten up um, and, and come across uh, and, and seen me on the ground, and he had helped me up, and uh, he ended up coming the entire race with me uh, to help me finish. Uh, he motivated me the entire way, uh, you know, talking to me the entire time. And, you know, this is a kid who's, like I said, a fellow senior. I've been friends with him uh, since freshman year. But, you know, this is a kid who also was looking to run his fastest race of the year. And he could have run much faster than what he did. So for him to sacrifice his last race to help motivate me to finish, uh, you know, I saw some inspiration in that. And uh, really that, that's the reason I was able to finish. Uh, it, it, I think it's, it shares a lot of perseverance. Um, yeah, and, and sportsmanship and camaraderie that um, our team and our program has been all about all year. So did you know at the time, like when you're in the race, that somebody had filmed the collision? And like, did you have any idea how big it would become? <laughs> Honestly, I, I, John, I did not. I, I didn't think anyone had filmed it because it was kind of in a secluded area. And, uh, you know, it wasn't a very exciting part of the race, so... I didn't think anyone had, had, had gotten a picture or anything like that. Um, I, the kid who did, uh, Eric, who did take uh, the video, uh, he, I ended up, he ended up reaching out to me before he had posted it, and he was very nice about it. Uh, you know, he said, it's, you know, he's comfortable with this showing out online. I'm just, uh, you know, I didn't mean to offend anything. I, didn't, I don't want to offend anything. And, uh, I, you know, I, I was, you know, I really appreciated that. And, uh, but I, I, I acknowledge that it was completely fine, um, and I did, did not suspect that it would get as many views as it did. Um, it, when someone shared it, uh, I just, you know, I thought it was funny that something that would be among family and friends said. Um, as, it, as it kept growing, I, I, uh, I was quite surprised. Yeah, I mean, this, this video is huge. It has over a million hits on YouTube. I would say... It's it's made you a, a a celebrity right now, right? Yeah. How has the fame changed you? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I well, uh, I have gotten a lot of a lot of comments, a lot of you know interviews, a lot of opportunities, um, and but I would acknowledge that this uh, you know so false fame has not changed me at all. I'm I'm really I'm really appreciative that it happened. I'm really appreciative for uh, you know. Uh, interviews like you um, to, and, and podcasts like yourself. This is big time now. You're on Pace the Nation. Let's be honest. <laughs> hey, no, it's good. Uh, exactly. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah I, it's enough and enough seriousness. I am really appreciative of it. Um, it, it the same hasn't changed me at all. I, uh, it, I, I'm pretty much, you know, back to being the normal kid again now. And uh, really, Everyone who has reached out or even has seen it has been only supportive and only, you know, there's, there's jokes to be made, but it's all, it's all in good humor. It's good fun. So I, I try to embrace it. And, uh, you know, it, it, like it's really just been, it's been a great time. Uh, so you said that you thought this video would just be shared among, like, your family and friends. So what was your family's reaction? Were any of them at the race? <laughs> My father was actually at the race. And... He didn't know that it had happened because he was waiting at the finish line. And uh, upon 
seeing him upon finding him, he was like, uh, you know, are you okay? Everything okay? Because I hadn't been, you know, at the time I had run was a little bit slower than what I had planned on running. He was like, you know, is everything okay? And, you know, as I was you know, kind of kept to my bed, I told him what happened. And he was, he was like half laughing, but half, uh, half concerned or, or for my real thing. So I think that's the reaction that it brings about uh, a lot of people. Um, my, my mother was, Actually, fully concerned. Uh, as a mother, she was, you know, oh, you got to go to the hospital. You got to get checked. You know, you have internal bleeding. Um, but uh, like I said, I was very fortunate uh, that none of that occurred. And um, you know, the rest of my friends have just uh, they've made made numerous jokes, memes that I've sent. So it was it was cool. It was fun, and I'm glad everyone got a good laugh out of it. To be so, so your dad thought maybe you had just had a bad race, or, or you know, maybe you were tired, or was looking for something <laughs> like that. There's no way he thought you were going to respond and say, "Well, I got hit by a deer at the mile mark." Well, and it's actually then a good thing that there's a video because who would have yeah, believed that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, out of all the runners, I don't know how uh, how I was chosen to be to be hit or why what i guess it was just one of those random crazy things um you know my my father certainly didn't suspect it at all <laughs> uh he had actually when he was waiting at the finish line he had heard somebody you know spoke to walkie talkie and had told him that you know that someone had hit by, been hit by a deer on the course and he was like oh man you know that that's a shame, but you know he would have never guessed it. Right, me. and could have been I any him, any of a hundred different runners. Yeah, exactly. So when I had told him, he was uh, he was like, "That was you." He's like, "I knew something had to be wrong." <laughs> it was so it was, uh, <laughs> it was funny. Right? So in all your years of running, uh, are you a magnet for these kind of things, or is this like <laughs> the only crazy story that you have running wise? Um, honestly, it's I'm definitely not a, a magnet for this in regards to running, I would say. You know, I've, I've certainly taken a lot of falls uh, when running, whether it's misstepping or tripping over branches, but uh, I, I do have to say, you know, I have been known to be a little bit uh, a target, you know, for whatever, whatever sport I played. I remember when I played baseball, I used to get hit in the, hit in the nose a bunch of times, uh, you know. Unfortunately, it's got to be my fault. Um, but um, I think this one, um, I'm not going to necessarily going to take the blame, but uh, I do acknowledge that in some sense, I guess I was in his way too. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what's next for Justin? I mean, uh, you're a senior. You're a senior in college, right? Are Are you running track? Are you? Um, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Actually, um, so I I will be competing in uh, indoor and outdoor track uh, for the college, and you know, upon graduation, I am currently in the job hunt looking to become. I'm studying to become an actuary, so I'm currently looking for positions upon uh, the summer of 2017, and I will certainly continue to run in my future, um, whether it is competitively or recreationally, um, but. Uh, right now, I'm focused on you know our seasons, our track seasons, and uh, just trying to help the team win. That's awesome, Justin. We we appreciate you uh, coming on the show. Uh, we apologize for for the delays. Just 
behind the curtain, we definitely called you a lot later because we were having some technical difficulties here. So we appreciate it. Your story is is amazing. We're glad that you're okay, uh, and we we thank you for coming on the show to tell us your story. Oh, awesome, guys! Thanks, guys. I really appreciate the opportunity you guys are giving me. There's absolutely no need to apologize for the delay. Um, but seriously, thank you, uh, thank you guys for everything. I uh, I hope you all have a have a good holiday season, and uh, you know, look forward to listening to the the explanation podcast. Thanks a lot, Justin. That's Justin Deluzio. Uh, we'll be right back with Pace the Nation. All right. Welcome back to Pace the Nation. Uh, so that was Justin Deluzio, the senior who got hit by a deer. Yes. Great kid, huh? He's so He's so nice. It's just, I'm always impressed by people who are that young and just have a handle on how to talk to the media, mm-hmm. especially big media like us. I, yeah, I don't know why he wasn't frozen and nervous uh, talking to well, us. Well, probably because he couldn't see us. Yeah, that's true. Because yeah. he, he, he was hiding behind the phone. <laughs> no, but he really conducted the interview well, spoke very positively of his, of his university and, and teammates. Mm-hmm. Do you think he has any sort of media training? I can't imagine that he does. Uh, I mean, I think that it, somebody like a Matthew Centrowitz probably has a little bit of media training. I think if you're on billboards in Tracktown, USA, you, right. you probably, the university. You mean when he was in school? When he was in school, yeah. yeah. I think that the university prepped him a little bit for mm-hmm. talking to the media. And I think probably like basketball stars or football stars at big colleges probably have a little bit of media training. But I just don't think that Justin did, which right. is what his, his interview impressed me all the more. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That's a good point. Yeah. Nice kid. Yeah. Thank you, Justin, uh, for coming on. I'm glad he's okay, too. Yeah. And I'm and I'm glad that he's forgiven the deer. Yeah. That's very... Well, he's such a nice kid. Yeah. Yeah. Very big of him. Although, if there's other deers listening to the podcast, they might get the wrong idea and think, hey, I can knock this kid down, too, and <laughs> there'll be no repercussions. So, I don't know if, he's, if it's dangerous what he's doing. I did like when he was like, oh, maybe I was in his way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, Joanna. Mm-hmm. We've gone a long time in this show, and you're not giving me the transportation update, and it's oh. driving me nuts. <laughs> I would have liked to have gotten that out of the way right off the top, but... Uh, well, I had to keep you in the studio somehow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so can you please give us the transportation update? Um, so very big news in my life. I have decided that I'm going to purchase a car. Wow. Mm-hmm. I am against this. What can I can I bid on this car? Can I outbid you on this car so that you continue to have great Metro and Uber stories? You you want a Veo? That's the kind of car that I'm going to get. I don't care. Uh, I just want you to continue to use public transportation. I think it's good for the podcast. You might disappear one day, uh, which would be bad for the podcast. But uh, I think that's a chance uh, worth taking. So. Let me know how I can outbid you for this car. I'll just put it on blocks in the front yard. <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, I'll still probably take some Uber and, and Metro. But like this morning, I was 40 minutes late because of Metro. Yeah. And that, that just solidified that I think this is a good idea. Well, did you buy the car on the Metro? Did you just <laughs> like go to... Uh, Carfax.com or I don't even think that's a place to buy cars. I have no idea how to buy a car. Uh, I think it is, isn't it? Or Car Finder, isn't that some sort of a website that people use? Well, this is, I obviously didn't use a website. Yeah. 
Um, but it was like on the metro. You're like, okay, I've been at L'Enfant Plaza for 25 minutes. Uh, I'm going to use this Wi-Fi to buy a car. Yeah, pretty much. Wow. Like the decision was made this morning. I just can't keep doing this. Yeah. And I'm moving uh, in a couple months further away from the from the studio. Yeah. And so I just need a reliable way to get around. Right. And Luigi and I are going to go on some fun trips now. Yeah. He doesn't have to see the same sad dog park all the time. Uh, Joanna, did Luigi pitch in for uh, this car? <laughs> no, he's pretty worthless. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he's just a freeloader. Mm-hmm. And for, for our new listeners, Luigi's your dog. My dog, yeah. yeah. Although he did come to work with me for the past couple of days. So I guess, you know, he's like trying to put in an honest day's work. Yeah. Can you train him to like do inventory? <laughs> I wish. No. <laughs> <laughs> Can you train him to chase down shoplifters? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So is that why you're bringing him in? Because of your shoplifting story? Um, he actually can be pretty scary. So I never thought about that, but that's a good idea. He actually got in a uh, fight at the dog park the other day. He did? Yeah. He uh, he had this pit bull pinned to the ground. Really? Yeah. Hmm. The, he kept tra- the pit bull kept trying to hump him and Luigi didn't like that. Yeah. So I, I could see why that would be a f- fight worthy. Yeah. So after like three attempts of this pit bull, then Luigi just went. It, he just, It's crazy to see Luigi switch like that. Yeah. But in some ways, I'm a little proud of him. Yeah. Joanna, at the top of the show, you said that 83 was a lucky number. Why? Uh, 83 was my lacrosse number. Were you a wide receiver? (laughs) No. So uh, I was the youngest. I was a freshman on the team. So Uh all of the seniors got to pick their numbers first. Would you have 82 people on the team? (laughs) Well, no. So I wanted to be nine. Right. And that was taken. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be three and that was taken. Mm-hmm. Um, then I decided I'd go for 14, 16. So everybody had already taken these numbers. So then I just got fed up and I was like, I'm mm-hmm. just going to like pick a number that I don't think anybody would have taken, which was 83. Why didn't you pick 93? Um, uh, because this boy that I liked, his birthday was on August 3rd. So uh, <laughs> just Joanna. 83. Joanna. <laughs> yeah. Boys. <laughs> but i got to be number 83 nobody wanted it and were you 83 for four years no definitely not the next year i think i went i think i went to 14 the next year uh-huh. was that because ben olsen was number 14 no because i was born on the 14th mm-hmm. yeah i think it had to do with ben olsen yeah i don't know who that is blasphemous <laughs> joanna mm-hmm. we are in the rapid fire <laughs> question phase of the show okay um i'm ready Joanna, you have a race coming up this weekend, don't you? That's true. I do. Jingle all the way. Yeah. Did you think that we were just going to go through the whole show and not talk about uh, your expectations? Are you going to qualify for the Boston (laughs) jingle all the way? Oh, goodness. Um, Should we switch seats real quick and then I'll put a lot of pressure on you? Yeah, that'd be great. In your race. That's how I like to go into races now. Yeah. Just like unrealistic expectations. Yeah. Um, I'm excited because it's a 15k, uh, and I don't get to run 15ks very much. So mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that no matter what I run, it'll be a PR. <laughs> there you go. Um, but I, cause I'm still kind of recovering from New York. I'm just going to go out there and have a good time and kind of do it as like a half marathon pace tempo and see what happens. Yeah. Are you going to take a lot of selfies? Um, I will not be. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I will look for Brian Knight to take some good photos of me. 
Now, if you're if you see him taking pictures on the course mm-hmm. and somebody's blocking your view, would you slow down or or move out to make sure that you got it that he gets a good shot of you? Um, you know, sometimes I don't actually see him, yeah. but then I see like he'll send me a picture or I'll see it in online. And I'm okay. like, where was he? How did yeah. I miss him? Although I have to say that normally I feel like when I'm finishing races in my race photos, I don't typically see other people around me. Yeah, because you're so far out in front. Because I I'm get so it. far out in front. I get it. Yeah, uh-huh. I get it. <laughs> um, so, Docs, you don't have a race coming up this weekend. I don't think I have a race on the calendar, but even, that's correct. Even in 2017? Not yet. So where where are you with your running? Um. Okay, I, I've been out of town. I'm basically out of town this whole month. Mm-hmm. Um, if I don't mind advertising that because I have absolutely nothing of value in my house. <laughs> So people can, can, I actually, I went on a work trip once and somebody broke into my house. Yeah. All the windows were, were open when I got home and, uh, they didn't take anything. So why did they break into your house? I think they broke in. They're like, sweet, this is going to be great. And then they they got in they're like, oh my God, this is, <laughs> I feel bad for this guy. They probably like, we're going to come back to leave stuff. <laughs> like, like they're going to go to other, my neighbors and steal nice things and put them in my house because they felt bad for me. I actually thought when you started this story that you were going to say that if somebody wanted to come take that old couch that they could. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> actually, that's a, there's truth to that, too, because that's got to go. But no. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I've been out of town. I was out of town this week uh, and I'm going to be out of town most of December. So do you find it hard to get in your runs when you're traveling? Yes, uh, except that I just went to California, mm-hmm. and so I just wake up at the normal time and then go for a run before we went into work. So I actually ran well this week. It was mm-hmm. it was no problem, but it's gonna be more difficult later this this month. But I'm I'm doing okay, and I'm trying to get my uh, my mileage in and just working on a base right now. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing special. So when you when you travel. Uh, is the problem that it's hard to get up early before the day's activities to get in a run? I mean, do you stay at hotels that have treadmills or do you only like to run outside? Um, yeah, so the problem for me is the first thing is that I don't sleep well in hotels. Okay. And like this hotel that I was staying in, it was nice. They had seals, which was amazing. In I've, your room? Yes, I had two seals in my room. Uh, no, they had two seals at the hotel. But so is it like it was, Bellman? What were what were the seals of the hotel? I sent you a picture of the seals. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> you're you're a great friend. They had two rescue seals. So I was in San Diego. And yeah, we were right next to the uh, Sea World. Okay, and they just had an outdoor uh, pool with seals. with with two seals, two rescue seals. One okay. was blind, and and the other one. So they both had rescue stories. Um, and they just that's just part of the hotel. So, as, I mean, it just, just my point is it was, it was a nice hotel, but, um, was it, it the lot? <laughs> it wasn't the nice hotel. <laughs> um, but there was a couple problems with the hotel. One, I mean, the, the beds, hotel beds are typically not the greatest unless you get them like right when they're brand new. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I didn't sleep well every night and I usually don't sleep well every night. This hotel, the, the people upstairs from me, they had the loudest pipes on the planet. So like they got up and used the restroom in the middle of the night. And when yeah. they flushed the toilet, it sounded like a barge was going through my room. Like the, the pipes were so loud and it just wakes me up and, and, and alarms me. 
Um, so, I, but I slept normal. I go to bed early and I, and I slept normal. So, so when I woke up, I had time to go for a run. Yeah. And also like you're in San Diego, so you're inspired to go for a run. Mm-hmm. But I think normally when I'm traveling, it's, I don't get very good rest in the hotel room. Mm-hmm. So it's tough to get up early and then you go, you go work. And at the end of the day, you know, I, I just think it's tough when you're on the road, you're, you're outside. So you really have to make the effort. It it helps me a lot personally to have a race where where I say I need to get this plan done. So mm-hmm. like so it's not like a, if I wake up and have time, I'll go for a run. It's like tomorrow I need to get an eight mile run in. So I need to make that happen. Yeah, you know? I, I agree with that. Yeah. I also think that one nice thing about working in the running industry is that typically when I have to go places for work, I'm going somewhere where there are other runners yeah yeah. so like when you go to tre on the conference schedule there is a run every morning yeah so they definitely build it into our days which is nice that's that's good yeah like the people that i go with they want to go drink well there's there's that too Yeah. yeah no but i mean that's like their activity okay so it's it's not conducive so like you 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 finish the work day and they're like you know like oh i'm gonna go work out for an hour they're like we're going to the bar you know (laughs) All right. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Pace the Nation, episode 83, another colossal episode in our repertoire. Joanna, Uh, you did great today. Thanks. Um, I definitely have to give a shout out to Chris. Hosting is not as easy as it looks. Uh, Thanks to William E. Docs for helping me get through this. Another tremendous episode. I was a therapist after all. (laughs) Uh, Many thanks to our intern, Kelly Grant, for all of the hard work that she does. And thanks to you, the listeners, for sticking through us through the highs and the lows. We'll see you next week. This is Pace the Nation. Said you have some other things, but you're gonna make them surprises. Well, I the oranges was one. Was one of them, okay. <laughs> I just can't contain uh-huh. myself. Uh-huh. Um. All right. So, so do we? I forget what Farley does now. Do we? Because I'm usually texting. But so. first.